You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. For this episode, we'll be talking about Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, also called Led Zeppelin 4. In the room, I have Rob. Zoso. Uh, ben. Zoso. And John. My sweet Satan. <laughs> <laughs> the untitled fourth studio album by the English rock band Led Zeppelin, commonly known as 4, was released on the 8th of November, 1971, by Atlantic Records. It was produced by guitarist Jimmy Page, and the genre is hard rock. And from All Music Reviews, Stephen Thomas Erwine. Encompassing heavy metal, folk, pure rock and roll, and blues, Led Zeppelin's untitled fourth album is a monolithic record, defining not only Led Zeppelin, but the sound and style of 1970s hard rock. Expanding on the breakthroughs of three, Zeppelin fused their majestic hard rock with a mystical rural English folk that gives the record an epic scope. Even at its most basic, the muscular traditionalist rock and roll, the album has a grand sense of drama, which is only deepened by Robert Planet's burgeoning obsession with mythology, religion, and the occult. Plant's mysticism comes to a head on the eerie folk ballad, The Battle of Evermore, a mandolin-driven song with haunting vocals from Sandy Denny and an epic Stairway to Heaven. Of all the Zeppelin songs, Stairway to Heaven is the most famous and not unjustly, building from a simple finger-picked acoustic guitar to a storming torrent of guitar riffs and solos. It encapsulates the entire album in one song, which of course isn't discounting the rest of the album. Going to California is the group's best folk song and the rockers are endlessly inventive, whether it's the complex multi-layered black dog or the pounding hippie satire Misty Mountain Hop or funky riffs of Four Sticks. But the closer, When the Levee Breaks, is one song truly equal to Stairway, helping give Four the feeling of an apocalyptic slice of urban blues. When the Levee Breaks is as forceful and frightening as Zeppelin ever got, and its seismic rhythms and layered dynamics illustrate why none of their imitators could ever equal them. All right, what do we think of Led Zeppelin Four? Seismic rhythms, I like that. Yeah. That's Holy cool. shit! Is this a good album? Yeah. Interesting. It, it's 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 a perfect record. It's a perfect record. There's no, yeah. there's not a bad song on it yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, no, there's no there's nothing that gets skipped. It's no. It, I mean, it, it, it's so rare to have this shit. Like every every song is just as good as the last song that comes before it. Like I I don't know how they did it. It's as good <laughs> as when I was fourteen. Yeah. I got listening. I haven't listened to this album in years, and listening to this week it. 
it hit me, like, it made me, like, rock drunk as much as it did when I was, like, a hormone-filled, like, young teenager. It, 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 it's this, this is fucking voodoo, man. Yeah, I still get goosebumps every yeah. time I hear this album. There's something about the, especially, I wanted to point out, Jimmy Page's production of it, everything feels right. It does. All the 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 sounds of the drums, the echoes on the vocals, the distortion on the guitar, everything somehow he he took that blues, the original thought of the blues like rock that they had in England, and somehow he knew exactly how to channel it into what what they were doing at that time. Where was this recorded? It, it was at the, the Headley Manor or whatever, right? A lot of it was Headley Manor with the Rolling Stones. So still using the, the Stones mobile rig. Uh, mobile yeah, rig. mobile yeah. rig. Yeah. But there was also some, was some of this also done at Bronnerwin? Or? They wrote they wrote songs there. Okay. I don't think they ever recorded there. That was like the... Because I don't even think there was electricity there. Right. I think they would just go there as like a, a, a refuge. To, to focus. To focus and write songs. Yeah, and some of it was Island Studio or yeah, Island Studios in London. Uh, in Headley Grange in Ham- Hampshire. Uh, Headley Grange, that's what Headley it is. Grange, excuse yeah. me, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's it's hard to talk about this album because what, what else can you say? It's one of the best rock albums. It defined hard rock as we know it. It mm-hmm, mm-hmm. came out and blew everybody away. Um, this album, without Stairway to Heaven on it, we would still be talking about tonight. Yeah, I truly believe that. Yep. Yeah. It only just propels it into masterpiece level when you get a song that's so uh, sort of like perfect within that. Yeah, right now we're listening to <laughs> Rock and Roll, which I always say second track on an album. I appreciate when they, they have a good first song, sort of like a groove-based song, and then the second album is like the absolute, all right, no, we're not stopping Full ahead rock and roll. Like, second song is the blowout. Oh yeah, like Turbo Negro, Scandinavian Leather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> second song comes on, yeah. you're like, huh, yep, yep, still happening. And that, I think that started. I mean, this is one of the the albums where I feel like that started that sort of trend of being like, all right, we might throw something a little weird on the first, you know, song just to kind of like, th- you know, uh, get this sort of epic scope. But then the second song fits right in there and it's it just straight ahead i love that intro the snare and the hi-hat just like that's that that has to be one of the most recognizable uh intros of any song yeah it's just all just unison like both hands playing the same thing one on the snare one on the hi-hat just like (laughs) banging those 16th notes out it's it's cool it's really cool and then the the title, it's all right there, rock and roll. I mean, and it, it and sure it, fucking is. I mean, and in, and in their playing of it, it is semi-traditional, like Little Richard style, just rock and roll. But it's with that Zeppelin bombast. I mean, I think that was, they were actually riffing on uh, "Keep It Knocking" ah. with the song uh, "Solidified." Yeah, and they crush it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, stairway. Spirit, are we going to talk about the elephant in the room yeah. here? I mean, and it's, a, and yeah. it's, a, and it's an yeah. elephant that is currently in the room. Yeah. Uh, they are currently... Holy shit, how did that <laughs> elephant get in this room? When were we going to talk about this? <laughs> Being cool. <laughs> so why don't you tell us the start, and I'll tell you the end. Uh, well, the, 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 the intro to, the, the iconic intro to Stairway, just those uh, arpeggiated acoustic guitar lines are 
almost identical to the song Taurus by the band Spirit, who we've covered Spirit, yeah. but not the album with Taurus on it. Uh, and if anyone is saying like, oh, yeah, well, they sound similar, but what are the chances that Led Zeppelin never heard Spirit? Well, Led Zeppelin opens for Spirit on their first American tour, so that's how they heard the song. Yeah. That's the beginning of the story. And so uh, some of the, the folks that wrote Taurus, uh, I don't know if it's the full band Spirit or if it's just one of the two of the guys in it. What's his name? Like... Rob California or something? Yep. Randy, yeah. Randy, Randy, Randy California. Randy California. Uh, <laughs> sued Zeppelin and... Uh, a lot later. Yes, many, many years later. Actually, just so in the past uh, 10 years. Yeah. And sued them in California, uh, which is in the Ninth Circuit uh, in federal court. And so uh, basically what happened is they appealed it up to the appellate court, the Ninth Circuit... And they determined that there was enough of a similarity and that the jury should have heard Taurus. The jury was never played Taurus. How what? not? Yeah. How not? That's yeah. the one thing they need to hear. They don't right. need to hear testimony. They need to hear the song Taurus. So they kicked it, so they kicked it back down to district court. Uh, and then when it went back down to district court, there were other reasons for it to be reheard. And so just as of earlier this month, the Ninth Circuit has agreed to, to rehear some of the arguments on Bonk, which is when the entire Ninth Circuit, not just a three-judge panel, but the entire, usually 11 judges or so, yeah. or more, will hear the entire argument. Now, all right, here's here's my assessment, if I may approach the bench. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, hearing both songs, you hear that intro, it is similar, that does have a very similar theme... That is not why Stairway the he- nope. to Heaven is even remotely a banger of a song and an amazing song. Yeah. Yes, you might have had this this integral little riff that he has picked up from, but it is a it is a mo- it, it's it's basically like going down a, a what would you say like a scale? It's 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 it. Yeah, it's, it, it's pretty simple. Is it, very it's simple. Just some arpe- it's an arpeggio, arpeggio chord, prog- yeah. chord progression. Yeah, yeah. And so, to say, you need to pay me royalties for how this entire song—that is, now, a it is very the same chord small. progression. Well, and that's and that's some slightly of the arguments. Different. It's slightly different. All right, those are some of the arguments that are happening it's, in court right it's now. A, it's a lot different than I will say, Vanilla Ice in Under Pressure. Well, Under that, Pressure. That was a sample. That is how about completely... uh, how about Marvin Gaye and Robin Thicke? It's it's more different than that, I would say. Well, I hope so because Marvin Gaye won that one. Yeah. So there there's there's all or sorts of these arguments that are happening yeah. in court right now, and I haven't you know fully delved into the opinions that have happened yeah. before this, but some of the determination now is what is or is not copyrightable with regards to basic song structure and note formation. Like you're saying, if it's basically a scale arpeggio. Yeah. Is that copyrightable, even though it's clear that they may have heard it exactly from this other source and may have, in fact, even directly ripped it off? I mean, because that's a big it's the part. same tempo. Right. Like it, but does it, that mean that it's copyrightable?
It's just like that little yeah. intro. Yeah. And and Zeppelin then adds the rest of Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is an amazing song. Yeah. <laughs> it, exactly, which which makes me think that it's like At the same time though, you know, Zeppelin toss Spirit a few grand. That's that's my assessment is to be like, but I bet Spirit's like, no, we're not doing that. We're doing the full, you know, we had to do this. And then as Zeppelin you go. Okay, I've, I've, I'll see you in court. I've, yeah. got, <laughs> I've got more money than God. Yeah. I didn't know until this week that uh, that, that was Sandy Denny singing on uh, the duet on Ballad of Evermore. Granted, I've only known who Sandy Denny was for about five months now. Yeah. But now that I know who she is and listen to Battle of Evermore, it's really it's really cool. I'd always wondered, like, who's that other voice? That's not someone from Zeppelin. Yeah. What else has Sandy Denny done? Fairport Convention. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, so Stairway just came on. It sure did, man. I... Let's get the let out. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, yeah, this has definitely been an obsession of, I feel like, everybody who learned to play guitar. I mean, even to the point that it's a joke. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a Wayne's World joke. Yeah. yeah. No, Stairway! And, and he's not even playing Stairway! <laughs> That's what pisses me off! It's one of the most recognizable intros of guitar rock. Well, they didn't want to pay the royalties, man. Well, then, then play fucking Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Taurus denied. <laughs> Fun fact, I have had a bustle in my hedgerow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's me. <laughs> no, I, uh, one of my favorite things about this song is that... Uh, they name check you. It, they name check me uh, uh, phonetically. Uh, my name is not spelled like a bustle, but it is pronounced bustle. Yeah. So if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, don't be alarmed now. It's, it's me. It's, it's just, just me and your shrubs. It's just the, the lawn man? Who's the, who's what are you doing out there, Ben? Spring cleaning for the May Queen. What do you yeah. want? What do you want? Scrumping. <laughs> what are you doing out there? I'm scrumping. Yeah. I think that is the section. The section where it's, uh, if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, is the section where they allege backmasking. Yeah, but never happened, right? No, it's total bullshit. No, but yeah. don't you know that Satan holds keys to the lock? Walls of Satan, you uh, are the one I love. In the, in the shed, shed, oh, sad Satan. Punished as that sad Satan. Sad Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, that's, that's just, people were so cuckoo bananas. Bored. Were? Yeah. They're bored. Were? Very, yeah. very oh, bored. Yeah. <laughs> this was probably one of the first uh, experiences I had with the like uh, television uh, like specials about Satan is in your music like yeah. and they broke down Stairway to Heaven and they're like see in here where Satanic he says there's panic. right where there's two roads you can go on he's saying that Jesus is one way and Satan is the other and like yeah. it just lays down all this crazy a- analytical. It's called Hell's oh, Bells. I, I don't know if you're from the. Is, oh is oh this, yeah, we watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone can go onto YouTube and watch the entirety of Hell's Bells. Uh, it's it's wonderful. It, it is an insane like former rocker like ter- like born again Christian just 
going through and listening to records backwards. And so yeah. it's multiple records on Hell's Bells? Yes. Okay. So he, many. But he definitely covers oh, yes. Stairway. Yeah. 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 I uh, <laughs> I once got, when I was in high school, barely high school, and I was like, like fucking 14, like freshman year, I got bamboozled by a girlfriend's dad. Once I, I hadn't met him before, and we had just started dating, and I went over to her house to like I don't know ride bikes or whatever, and she was still getting ready. So I, I went in, and I, I was just hanging out in the living room, and her dad was in there, and I was wearing a Pink Floyd T-shirt because I was fourteen, and uh, and that's what he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, you like Pink Floyd." And I was thinking, like, oh, me and him are going to be friends. You know, this is like his generation. And I was like, yeah, I do. He goes, do you like Led Zeppelin? I went, I really do. Yeah, I really like Led Zeppelin. He goes, do you know what Stairway to Heaven? I said, yeah, I know Stairway to Heaven. He goes, you know that part where he said, there's two roads you can go by, but in the long run, there's still time to change your road you're on? I went, yeah, I know that line. He went, well, that's a lie, because the only way is Jesus and there's not time to change the road you're on. You need to choose right now. Do you accept Jesus in your heart? And that was how I met her dad. And, uh, I was going to say, did you run out of the house? And like, I don't remember immediately what happened after that. But and we, that's we, how I met your mother. <laughs> and that's how I became a Christian. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, man, I thought we were like I thought we were gonna talk about classic rock, which I was just newly into. Yeah, like oh man, you nope. got me, <laughs> fucking bamboozled, man, bait and switch. That's how they do it, right? I would say he didn't though. He was up front and <laughs> he didn't pretend to. No, but he was asking me about. That's true. He's yeah. like, hey, you like yeah. Led Zeppelin? You were bonding. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah I like Led Zeppelin, yeah. Mister Sensabaugh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If yeah. you're listening out there, Mr. Sensabaugh. <laughs> hail Satan! <laughs> yes, hail Satan. Oh, sad Satan. In the tool shed, oh, sad Satan. Oh, my God. Uh, this album was a commercial success. Imagine that. Oh, no! Oh, it's one of the highest selling albums of all time. 37 million copies worldwide. And uh, critics have basically always placed it as one of the top albums, uh, greatest albums of all time. Go figure. Well, they're not wrong. Zepp's yeah. bestseller, right? Yeah. Yeah, Zeppelin's bestseller. Um, Man, you know what Spirit didn't have in Taurus? Uh, this guitar solo that we're listening <laughs> to right now in Stairway to Heaven. Uh, I mean, or Tasty Drums. Dude, uh, amazing how bass. these Tasty Drums They had right some very nice violin, here. though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? The Stairway to Heaven is not my favorite song on this record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to hear what everybody's sort of favorite uh, track is, or well, maybe, maybe not that. Maybe what surprised you re-listening to uh, the album this week? Because I think feel like we've all heard it before. There were no surprises listening to this album this week. This was other than Sandy Denny being on Battle of Evermore. Okay. Other than that, th- this is an old friend. Yeah. Yeah. This is a this is a well loved album by I think a good number of folks. I mean, it's kind of hard to miss it. Once in future, I'll always be a when the levee breaks guy. Dude, like, when the it's fucking just levee breaks. So fucking hard. Oh like, my god. Uh, <laughs> it's it's simple. I didn't know, dumb me, dumb dumb me, that it was a blues song from the 1920s. Yeah. 
But Memphis Mini. Memphis Mini talking about <laughs> drowning. In she the was flood. literally talking about drowning. <laughs> yeah. Her house flew away. Yeah, it's good to write what you know. <laughs> it's about the yeah, the Missi- Mississippi River flood of 1927. Yeah. The Great Flood, if you will. The other Great Flood. Yeah. That's another one. <laughs> I feel like... Are we talking about Moses? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Noah? <laughs> I feel like, too, that... <laughs> both of them had water stories. <laughs> it's true. Water stories. <laughs> it's totally okay. I'm, I'm fine. Bible <laughs> time with Led Zeppelin. <laughs> do you want to tell me about the uh, recording of the of the drums? I do. Uh, okay, let's I do. go. You mean, you mean the, the best recording of drums in the history of rock and roll? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... So the drums on When the Levee Breaks are the best recording of drums in the history of rock and roll. They're so huge. They're so big. And they're so heavy. And they're so cool. And the way it was done, they tried different ways uh, and not gotten the sound they were looking for. So they set up uh, John Bonham's drums in, like, the lobby foyer of uh, Headley Grange. Is that Mm -hmm. what it's called? And it's like a stone house, old stone house, big old stone house. The drums are set up in the foyer, and they took two uh, microphones. I forget the, the exact model of microphone, uh, but uh, they, they they hang them up at the top of the stone stairs, uh, and then he's playing when the levee breaks, and it's got all that just natural reverb of just this the drums filling that stone room and bouncing all around and working their way up the stairway to the microphones, and it sounds so much cooler than if you just you know like run it through a reverb filter. Yeah. It, it's just, it's, it sounds like God playing drums <laughs> and it's the coolest thing. And from, uh, I'm a drummer and I want everything I, I do to sound as cool as this. Yeah. As, ha- as, as heavy. Now yeah. that is, that is like one song that I, I can always point to when some people not mentioning any names here. <laughs> what about me? Uh, <laughs> say, well, I mean, Aren't these aren't these British bands kind of just like they're just stealing from the blues, you know? Uh, they're just kind of like ripping off what the blues are doing. Is that your Robin? Pressure? That is a very accurate me. <laughs> <laughs> when the levee breaks is one song where you're just like, you know what? It's a cover, but this is a completely different animal. Oh, they take it down to a one chord drone riff. Exactly. Yeah. Birch. Does it elevate the source material? Yes! Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> then it's fine! <laughs> yeah. uh, it basically reinvents the source material, yeah. I would say. It's a... I mean, you almost can't even hear the original song. Yeah, and some of the lyrics are in there, but at the same time, it's theirs. I it, mean, it, it, it's, that, it, it's like they oh, own that song. After it's already been written. That song sounds like it's so easy to be that heavy. Like, that sound is... That song does not feel like it's forcing anything. It's not in a hurry. It's not... It's not trying to be loud or hard. Just, like, in nature. Like, the way it's recorded and the way they're playing it. It's it's just... It's it's heavy as a barrel of molasses without sounding like they're they're trying too hard at it. It's... It's effortless, effortless. It's so my goodness. Let's just only listen to when the liver breaks. <laughs> I mean, it's it, exactly that. It's ex, it's like a thunderclap. It's just yeah. There's not a lot of layered shit on it. It's just simple and powerful. It's just yeah. It, it just thundered across the landscape. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like this is definitely one of those, like we were talking before, this is a riff band. I mean, they they just thrive on riffs, and including when the levee breaks, that dunna, dunna, da, dunna, 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 you yeah. know, like that stuff from the opening to the ending, just riffs. Uh, and the riffs are completely solid. Everything uh, uh, about the playing, the vocals, the bass playing especially, I think who... John Paul does not get enough credit. He doesn't as a bass player and a uh, acoustic guitar player. Or did he do mandolin? He'll Which do some one mandolin. Was, I he, think. Did, he did the mandolin. But, okay. Well, he, uh, he oh, but, it was his mandolin. Yeah, he does. Jimmy Page plays yeah. the mandolin. Jimmy Page picked played up John Paul Jones' mandolin. Mandolin, but and then John Paul, I think, also played acoustic guitar on that yeah. one. Yeah, on, on Page, Battle of Evermore. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Page had never played a mandolin before. He he picked up John Paul Jones' mandolin. He's a good enough guitarist, he understands how it's strong, that he was like working out some chord voicings, and that's what the Battle of Evermore is. Yeah. And it also talks about ring rates, because nerds. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, Arthur, King Arthur legends. Don't forget the Misty Mountains. That's right. Speaking of the Misty Mountain hop, we're talking about songs that we, I don't know if I like it more than Stairway, but I might. I love Misty Mountain Hop. I think that that song... Do you like the the sort of like groove? I love the, the groove. Yeah. We, we were talking about Zeppelin as a riff-based band, and one of the ways that makes them able to keep on pushing the boundaries while staying a riff-based band is their, their riffs are not as rudimentary as they used to be. They might be rudimental on like and the notes they play but now they're they're pushing the boundaries with time signatures yeah, yeah can i also interject real quick yeah. that the lyrics like the lyrics from two to four are like so much better yeah. <laughs> i mean we we kind of we kind of panned a lot of the lyrics because they're very rudimentary like lyric content in the like Kind of the early Zeppelin. Now, I mean, the, he's gotten way into this mysticism and occultism and all that stuff. But the lyrics are, are actually progressing a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, rock and roll is still, still, you know. It's rock and roll. It's rock and roll, yeah. Yeah. But it's been a long time it, since I've rock and roll. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but a lot of that stuff has come a long way. Yeah. Anyway. Like uh, like like Black Dog, the riff is in 5-4. John Bonham's playing 4-4. Four, four. Which is why that song sounds so weird and jumbled in your head when you're when you're hearing it, and it's why it's so hard to actually play if you try to. Like I'm a drummer, I, Black Dog for being as simple as it is, it's straightforward. It's hard to play because he was playing a four four beat to the band playing five four. They play four measures of that beat, and it ends up the right time. They just play it four times, and he plays it five times. It's but you just need to not think while you're doing it and just trust that you'll end at the right point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like four sticks we're listening to right now. It's, it's, it's uh, like what, like three measures of five, eight, and then a measure of six, eight for the riff. And it's still all riff based. Black dog is a riff. Four sticks is a riff. Misty mountain hop is a riff, but these riffs are no longer just four, four blues riffs. Like the riffs are outside of the box, you know, like, they're 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 put they're, they're busting out of the ends of the measure and into the next phrase, but it's still like a riff. It's rooted in this riff, but the riff is experimenting. Yeah. And I think that that like, yeah. man, I, I I like that part of it. Yeah, absolutely. It brings I, it definitely brings something completely fresh and new and interesting to the sort of like blues genre and everything. Also, four sticks. Legend goes that he picked up. 
two pairs of sticks, so he's literally playing with four sticks. That's on, not just legend on the, on this song. That is that is how he does it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The, so the the official title of this album is just four unpronounceable symbols. Suck it, Prince. Uh, they had four. Uh, and that actually suck it, Prince. I love Prince. Well, but, don't you dare tell <laughs> Prince did that because he couldn't get out of his contract with his name. I know that Prince had his reasons. I'm just saying. Zeppelin did it four times on the same album, <laughs> but yeah. So they they each they each picked a symbol, uh, and I'm sure everyone, if you're listening to this podcast, you know what those symbols look like. What I didn't know was that on the inside, uh, they gave Sandy Denny a symbol, and there's a little asterisk like by it, uh, and her symbol. It looks like like the radiation symbol. Yeah, it's like it's like three equilateral triangles and a triangle, yeah, and. Uh, not like Zelda, like radiation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, triangles uh, in, not triangles on top. Yes. Yes. In, but not out. In, but not out. <laughs> in and around the lake. <laughs> because if you pull them out, they'll turn the bones. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't there for the yes one. Is in and around the lake? Are they talking about Greg Lake? <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about an actual physical lake. Oh, uh, yeah. Greg Lake is a physical lake. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about a medium-sized body of water. So not in not and around mind. Greg Lake. No. Not not getting getting okay. weird with Greg. The mountains lake. come bad. up from the sky and they stand up. <laughs> no, totally different. Yes. Spooky we're we're saying anything else, man. Just, 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 just listen to Led Zeppelin. Just listen to Led Zeppelin. Just listen to Led Zeppelin. Listen to more Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I forgot to mention too on when the levee breaks. One of my favorite parts about it is the harmonica, which was uh, I, I thought it was interesting that it was it was recorded with a backward echo effect that puts the echo ahead of the instrument, and it, that's what creates that sort of unique harmonica. Again, going back to transitioning from these like new and and different sort of rec- recording techniques that uh, sort of propel the blues into a, a modern scope if you will hmm. yeah all right how do we feel about it I mean yeah. I think Rob uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, come on come on yeah yes. <laughs> just, go just go buy Led Zeppelin 4 even though it's not actually called that but you know what I mean yeah everybody knows it is is four? I used to when I was four. in high school. I called it Zoso. Do do you think it's uh, <laughs> Rob proposed that it is a perfect record? Yeah, I yeah. think it yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think it is? No, no filler, all killer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! god. As soon as those oh. drums come in, oh, just turn it off. <laughs> oh god! Just, play us out. Play us out. All right. <laughs> when the levee breaks, <laughs> here it comes. Next time we'll be talking about Serge Gainsbourg. Histoire de Melody Nelson. All right, here comes when the levee breaks. Thanks, y'all.